Welcome back to another episode of the Broad Body Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined again by Marion Barbu. You might remember him from episode 107 earlier this week. He was on and he talked a lot about his motivation and mindset behind what he's been doing. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and give it a listen. It's only like 15 minutes. It talks extensively about Marion's disease process, which is osteogenesis imperfecta, how that's kind of impacted his life and how he refuses to let that diagnosis define him and how instead he chooses to rise up and work harder and do more and be better. He's really pushed himself to excel athletically despite breaking almost every bone in his body. In this episode today, we're talking more specifically about Marion's journey as a swimmer, so how he got started in swimming, how he got involved in the Paralympics, his international competition, and his future plans to try out for the Canadian national team to compete in the 2024 Paralympics. We also talk extensively about calisthenics because that's been a huge motivating factor and driving force for Marion. And we talk about how you can start getting involved and what you can do to kind of start putting yourself in motion just like Marion did. And now, before we get to the episode, quick word from our sponsors. Marion, welcome back to the show. Really excited to talk with you today about calisthenics, swimming, and so much more. Oh, happy to be here and can't wait to... uh... Can't wait to talk about these these uh these stuff. So first off, if you're listening in and you haven't followed Marion on Instagram, open up your app, type in wheels with a Z, fit F I T, all one word, and hit the follow button because this kid is very impressive. You're gonna be blown away with what he can do. Um, I've been doing calisthenics for quite a while, and I don't think I can do half the crap he does. Oh, and he's only <laughs> 18. And he's got some really crazy diagnoses and all kinds of stuff going on. So he's really overcome a lot. So speaking about that, fitness has really become a huge part of your journey. So what brought you into health and fitness? How did you get into that? Well, um, with my diagnosis, you you can't really do... um many many exercises many sports because uh if you if i do like some sport with sport with some contact i i'm pretty much uh set for failure because i can break anything in my body pretty much so um after i found out about swimming when i was uh, seven years old and i started you know doing it for to improve my uh my uh you know my muscles and all that stuff my bones uh, I found out about calisthenics in 2019, I believe, when I came in Canada, because I I couldn't do gym really with all the heavy weights and all that stuff. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty hard for my bones to lift all that all that heavy weight. So uh, I I saw about you know push-ups, pull-ups, uh, sit-ups, you know all these body weight exercises, and I started doing push-ups every day. I started doing like 10. 20, 30, and I progressed slowly, slowly. And um, then I really started, you know, falling in love with uh, calisthenics. And and, um, I started to level up my workouts uh, progressively. Yeah, for sure. I like that. And I like how you said too, you know, for you, you had a different path than most people, right? The door of traditional weightlifting and free weights, that door closed for you. 
but you didn't stop there. You found a new path. You found a new way forward and you kept moving. You didn't stop because one door closed. You found a new door to take. So with that, what do your typical workouts look like? You share some pretty impressive stuff. Is that what you're doing every day? Uh, yeah, well, I'm pretty much um, working six times a week. I'm doing like a push-pull-legs uh, split to, to pull, to push, two legs. Uh, even if my legs are very, very uh, behind my upper body, uh, I, many people can see that from the from the Instagram videos that I do, but I'm, I'm really training hard to bring my legs to the same level as my upper body, but pretty much my upper body, I can do, you know, planche push-ups, the, the push-ups only using my arms, lifting my whole body. I am I'm doing, you know, V-sits, everything with my, my upper body is, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's pretty much God level, but, uh, with my legs, I'm, uh, I'm pretty behind, but I still, I, I still need to work them uh, hard enough. Yeah. Even if I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The necessary evil of leg day. Right. Yeah. So is that your main limitation and what you can do is mostly leg stuff or. Uh, yeah, that's my biggest limitation, I would say. Because uh, if I train too hard on leg day, I might have uh, like a muscle injury or like a nerve injury because I put too much pressure on uh, on my weak legs. And uh, that means I might have to take like another four weeks out and, uh, you know, coming back from uh, all the progress I've made, starting from scratch again and again and again. It's, it's not cool, but now I'm, you know, I want to start slow, steady and work work my way up uh and uh have you know like a toned body but a complete toned body i don't want to have the 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 difference between my upper body and my lower body right you want symmetry yeah and exactly i like how you said too you're kind of taking your time you know that this isn't uh overnight thing no you know, in your case if you push too hard things go bad pretty quick yeah. So like how you're kind of staying slow and steady. That's something that's so hard for people to do these days, right? We live in an instant world, instant gratification. You go online and you can get a hold of someone instantly, text them, call them, blow them up on social media. You post something, you get likes and comments on social media instantly. Everything is instant. No one wants to wait. So I think yeah. that your patience in this case speaks a lot about your character. Yeah, because people people won't see quick results. They they I, I got I get some messages like not on a daily basis, but you know I get a kind of a lot of messages saying, uh, you know how how can I uh, get the planche real quick? How can I uh, get more muscle in like three weeks? And then I always tell them, you know, it takes more than three weeks to 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 be at a high high level and to you know to see, for example, your abs or to see uh, you know your veins pop up on your arms it, it it takes months years of training of discipline and consistency hard work it's it, it's a lifestyle at the end of the day it's a lifestyle that if if you really want an insane body a muscle body and if you if you have goals that you want to achieve in calisthenics and uh, bodybuilding all that stuff uh, you you have to uh, you have to make sacrifices you do if you want to be the best, you got to work harder than the rest. Yeah, exactly. Or remain the same. Yeah. And all those things are stuff that you've shared, similar to that anyways, on your own page. Uh, you post a ton of motivational content. And I notice it usually pairs with 
some kind of like um, cartoon image or something like yeah, that. Yeah, enemy. Yeah. Do you make all of those yourself or? Yeah, yeah. I make them myself. I search for um, for the images, the yeah. codes. Most of the codes um, come online, but I have some that I actually I kind of created them from from my own experiences like uh uh the the one where i say um you know compare yourself only to yourself only and not to anybody else well yep. i learned that my my on on my own yep. pretty much because before i was comparing myself to you know to every everyone i was watching on instagram you know uh the the big guys larry wheels and all these guys that you know they they're insane you know their 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 pecs have the same the same the same size as my head you know and I w- <laughs> yeah so i was always saying you know god damn it when i'm gonna be like them when am i gonna be this big you know it's gonna take years but when i'm gonna be this big and i say and one day i said why not take it easy take it slow take it progressively watch how i progress over time with my own body watch how you know how many reps I do today, how many reps I do in two days, how many reps I do next week and see how me, how my journey goes, not how, not compare myself to somebody else that, you know, like I said, they never, they never had the same, they never lived the same stuff as me. They, they, they never had the same problems as me, you know, they pretty much, they didn't go through the same stuff as me. So uh, yeah, compare yourself right. to yourself. You're right. They didn't go through the same stuff as you. And I think that's what makes you the stronger person in this sense, right? So easy times create easy people, right? It's easy for someone who's gone through their entire life without any problems to be like, yeah, life is good. But when you get bumps in the road, when things don't go as planned and when life gets hard, that's when the test becomes real. That's when you find out who you're truly made of. And a lot of people, when that test comes about one day, if they've had an easy life, easy choices. And they're going to crack. Yeah, they fail. So sometimes that obstacle that was in your path becomes your way forward. And the next time you see an obstacle in your way, instead of viewing it as an obstacle and stopping or turning around, you look at it and you say, well, you know, the last one was bigger. I I plowed through that. I can plow through this one. And you start to build some momentum. And I think in your case, that's really what you've been doing is you just keep snowballing and building momentum. You push harder, you get stronger. And I mean, you're at the point now where I don't think anything can stop you, kid. Yeah, well, mentally, that's uh, that's uh, I'm a big advocate of mindset. Um, I'm, I'm, I always say the mindset is the most important thing in everybody's journey. You know, you, you can build an in, insane body workouts and all that stuff but the mindset you you have to work on that and nobody can help you with that if you if you're going through stuff depression or uh i don't know you you somebody in your family you passed away or you know a mental a mental barrier you have to beat that yourself nobody can help you with that because at the end of the day it's it's your life if if you can't beat that you're going to be stuck in the past forever and you're never going to improve or uh, become better than you were yesterday. Exactly. So with this mindset and with your physical training, how does that carry over to swimming? What exactly does Paralympic swimming look like? How does that compare to like Olympic swimming or what we consider competitive swimming? Is it the same? Is it different? What are we looking at here? 
so uh, the trainings are pretty much the same. Well, maybe a little um, uh, a little different because it depends on everybody's um, diagnosis and all that stuff. But for me, at least, I don't have that big of a, um, you know, that a big of a diagnosis that makes me that much different from normal people. You know, I'm just shorter than the average, but I still can keep up with the normal guys. I, me personally, I train with a normal, uh, normal team, normal guys. I do the same trainings as them. Even if I'm a little behind, I, I can still keep up with them, uh, even with my, uh, my problems and my weak legs. But uh, yeah, it, it depends on, uh, on everybody. But for me, it's, uh, it's not that different. I do the same thing as everybody else. That's awesome. So how far do you swim in an average practice? Uh, I would say between four and six kilometers. That's and a lot of swimming. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Six times a week, uh, between four and six kilometers a day, two hours. So in uh, English, like American terms, that's like about three to three and a half miles a day. Yeah, I, I think I think that's, five, that's it. Five to six times a week. That's a lot of swimming, a, man. Yeah. Wow. Plus uh, the trainings in the in the gym and calisthenics and all that stuff. Right. And you're probably doing a lot of intervals, right? Like speed up, slow down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of steady state. So it's not just, you know, four to six kilometers. It's hard four to six kilometers. Yeah, yeah. People people always say, uh, they, they ask me, so how much do you rest uh, during your workouts? And I say, uh, well, the max I rest is like one minute. And they say, no, it's impossible. You cannot swim two hours continuously. And I say, yep, if you, if you swim every day at that level of international, international competition with, uh, with the team and all that stuff, you, you're going to get there. Like two minutes of rest is going to be like pff, the holy grail of rest is going to be like two hours. But Right. Yeah. So how much traveling do you do for swimming right now? Uh, now with Corona, it's kind of uh, tough. <laughs> Freaking virus. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty hard to to uh, travel. But my last my last competition I remember it was in 2019. It was an international competition. Um, it was in Texas, Texas uh, Dallas, and um, it was it was amazing. It was yeah. like actually my first time traveling to another state actually to another country pretty much for a competition i represented canada back then and uh i got like third third place and second place actually for um 50 fly and 50 crawl that's awesome yeah and it wasn't easy it was uh, against the people that were to you know that participated to the paralympics in 2016 and uh you know uh, me i was like a, a new kid new kid that psh, you know, new to everything, new to uh, international competition, all that stuff. And when they saw how good I was, they they told me, you know, I'm not gonna forget you. Now, now, now we got we got our our eyes on you. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a same experience. What yeah. was it like in Dallas, Texas? That's a little bit different from Canada, huh? Oh, so the weather, <laughs> the the weather, Jesus. Here it's like the the winter is like. Uh, so cold like jesus you can throw water outside and it freezes instantly and there it's like you're, you 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 can stay like you know in, in like a t-shirt and short pants and that's it you you're good even in yep. 
it's so hot out there and uh yeah but it was super nice really enjoyed it for sure a little bit of sunshine there that's really cool so do you have any competitions planned in the near future anything on the radar uh for now uh it's still the off season but um soon i'm gonna have um the paralympic trials in toronto for um not these paralympics because yeah it's uh it's too early but uh for the next paralympics i'm gonna have the trials for them and um i'm actually gonna have a competition in um tampa bay that's awesome uh, yeah next year so you've got the trials coming out when would the next paralympics be that you would be competing in uh i'd say uh what it's like four years so 2024 to- roughly yeah, roughly twenty twenty four. I think I should be. I should be there cool. if if everything goes uh, to the plan. Uh, That's I should awesome. be there. And when are you going to be in Tampa Bay? Uh, I should be in Tampa Bay around um, January, February of next year. Yep. When you know when Corona things uh, calm down and uh, hopefully everything comes back to normal. For sure. Now, do you live stream that swim meet on your Instagram at all? Or is there a way people can tune in and watch it, if you know? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be televised because it's it's a international competition. It's That's actually, awesome. Yeah, it's actually bigger than um, than the one at Texas. But uh, yeah, if not, I'm going to I'm going to live stream it for sure. That's awesome. So we'll see you on the TV. Look at yeah. that. You're already making names for yourself, <laughs> man. We, I told you, I can see you. Uh, in between our little break, though, I told you I could see on like a TED Talk someday. Seems yeah. like you're already there, man. International <laughs> TV. You can't really get much better than that. Working my way up, you know, like uh, I'd be very happy to do a TED Talk in the future. Who knows? <laughs> That's awesome stuff, man. So a lot of cool calisthenic stuff that you do, right? Planch, uh, V-ups, all kinds of push-up variations, all kinds of cool stuff there. You've really come a long way with your swimming, too. Um, you're kind of making me think I should probably get back in the pool here because I, I'm okay at swimming, but I'm nowhere near as good as you are. By any <laughs> you, you should, you should, you should. I highly recommend the, if you, if you, if you want to do and for everybody else, if, if they want to do like some type of cardio, uh, non-impact, uh, do swimming pretty yeah. much in my opinion, the best uh, non-impact cardio you can ever do. And you don't have to do it like me six times a week. You can do it even like twice a week. It's going to, it's going to impact your mental, your body in, in a way you, you never experienced before. For sure. And like we talked about on Monday, that mental energy, once you start to form it, man, it seeps over into every aspect of your life. Yeah. You get a little more confidence, a little more energy. And then the next thing you know, instead of just being where you were, you're miles and miles ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome stuff, man. Um, Other than Instagram, is there any way that people can reach out to you with questions or do you sell training programs or anything like that at this time? Uh, for now, I, I only trained, uh, one person where they, they wanted to improve their planch and I, and I trained them. I'm not qualified or anything for now. I'm yeah. planning on uh, getting my qualifications, uh, maybe this summer or, uh, by, by the, the, the next year, but, um, I'm Instagram is like the best way you can, uh, contact me. I'm always, uh, active there. You can contact me on my email as well. Uh, MarinyKBC, uh, at yahoo.com, but you know, on my Instagram, I'm, I'm always there. For sure. 
And uh, in addition to training and stuff, we'll see if we can get some speaking opportunities for you so you can practice for when you're on your TED Talk. Oh, of course. I'd be, I'd be very honored and happy. <laughs> any other training advice or any other just insight in general you'd like to share with anyone listening in? Uh, from my experience, you know, I injured myself uh, a lot uh, training. <laughs> Uh, if, even training, I, I dislocated my uh, my shoulder while I was doing like assisted one arm push-ups. I I broke my back actually last year at the end of 2020. I broke my back from doing um, pull-ups on a pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the pull-up bar fell, and I fell from like two meters on my back. And uh, holy cow! Yeah, my 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 back broke. Almost got paralyzed from that. But hopefully, I nothing uh, nothing really bad happened there. But, um, you know, train, push yourself over your limits. But at the same time, you have to know your limits so you don't injure yourself. Like, I'd rather have you, you know, do less than do more and injure yourself and then take, like, I don't know, two months of doing nothing because you got injured from stupidity, you know? Because I, yeah. I did that. I did that over and over again. And uh, I, I, I really recommend you, you, you know, you stick to your own uh, limitations, but you should always aim to push yourself a little bit more and more and more as uh, each training uh, arrives. For sure. I, uh, I see a lot of people falling into that trap, especially weightlifters, right? Oh, they, yeah. They start throwing around weight on bench press or squat, and they just want more weight, more weight, more weight. Well, their form is trash, absolute dumpster fire. And it's like, you know, sure, you're moving more weight, but you're going to destroy your back. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but, but in time, g- the, give the, it a couple months time. and, yeah. you know, I'll see you in the PT clinic. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's sound advice. Slow and steady. It's not an easy route, but it's uh, the best one for you. Exactly. You know, I tell people, too, if you stay consistent about things, even if it's one percent better each day over the course of 10 years, as opposed to, you know, 50% better one month and then 40% worse the next month, constantly back and forth, back and forth, yo-yoing. I mean, not only is that going to hurt you physically, but mentally that's exhausting. That's draining. Yeah, it's a you, lot easier to just go slow and steady than it is to take one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. You might even end up hating going to the gym or working out because yeah, you're, you're, you're pushing yourself maybe too much. For sure. Well, with that, Marion, thank you so much for your time, man. It's been an honor having you on the show. Really looking forward to working with you again in the future here. Like I thank said, we'll see if we can set up some speaking opportunities and different things for you, man. Um, for those listening, again, make sure you follow him at WheelsFit on Instagram. You're, if you don't, you're missing out on some high-quality content, some awesome workout stuff, some motivational stuff, things that people really need to see. So make sure you do that. Arian, thanks again, man. Thanks for the opportunity, and uh, it was fun.